people it is i aquarius birthday january 25th and thank you for joining me here at atoll by aquarius and welcome to all you new people who have magically found me somewhere on the internet and we're gonna hop right on into the words of wisdom from the universe because the day two 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 just passed and it was the day of manifestation so let's see if the words of wisdom got some manifestation quotes that we can put in our pocket and it reads a visionary like yourself knows that while your stars may be fixed how you interpret them and yourself for that matter is liable to change and while there are people who relish the chance to be one thing for as long as possible and certainly people who consciously or unconsciously make demands of others to stay the same those are not your people which is not to say that they don't belong in your world or that you cannot love them rather this is a reminder that while love is free it does take time and energy pay attention then to who replenishes that energy and who can and cannot recognize you Make time for those who can keep you in good company no matter what path you choose and those who support your vision of a world abundant enough to hold all the selves you wish to develop. And to that, I say universe, thank you. I just thought that was a real positive message and I wanted y'all to hear it. That's it. So on last week's episode entitled Right or Wrong, my question was, what is the last thing you were wrong about? And I only got one answer. See, I figured that since you would probably never admit to a person in person that you were wrong, that you would drop a line for your favorite anonymous Aquarius, but you didn't. Now, how are we supposed to make the world a better place if we can't admit to our faults? But we had one person who did. One smart kitty answered the question with one word, which was never with a heart on it. And I get it, one smart kitty is so smart that they never do anything wrong. Now for shits and giggles, where kitty kinda messed up in answering this question, they used the word never, implicating they never do anything wrong. And that, as we know, as humans, is a total lie. And lying is a sin, and committing sins is wrong. So y'all see where I'm about to go with this. And the poll question for the week was, do you give in when you are wrong, or do you fight till the end? 44% said, I give in and admit when I'm wrong. 6% said, hell no, I'm fighting till the end. 31% said, I give in, but you gonna hear my mouth first. And 19% said, I'm never wrong. What does that word even mean? So today I'll be answering a question from the Ask Aquarius doc, which is still up and accepting questions. And our question today comes from Morgan Vaughn, which reads, what's good? I'm an Aquarius female, birthday January 20th, and happy belated to you. What is your favorite and least favorite sign? What sign do you connect with best slash worst? And thanks again to Morgan for submitting this question. I actually had to do a bit of homework to answer it. Now my homework included me making a list. Within this list, I included people who I have known for five or more years that I speak to consistently. People who I've known for five or more years who I no longer speak to that may have had some form of impact on my life. The humans who I'm currently dating. Immediate family members who I constantly have contact with. And last but not least, the people who I've actually been in a full-blown relationship with, meaning titles and everything. I was the girlfriend, he was the boyfriend, but now they're the ex. Now after getting everybody's birthday and finding out their zodiac sign, my list was missing one zodiac sign completely. And that sign is a Taurus. Now I'm pretty sure I do know somebody who is a Taurus, probably in my friend's associates group, but on this list, I didn't have one. But I do got two Aquarius, two Scorpios, one Virgo, two Sagges, two Pisces, two Cats, three Libras, two Cancers, one Leo, three Aries, and two Gemini. Now I organized my overall list in the order of signs that I enjoy the least to signs that I enjoy the most. And quick disclaimer, if your sign happens to be at the bottom of the list or is not considered a favorite, don't be sitting there like, oh my gosh, she don't like us. Stop that shit. Stop it 
yesterday. I like everybody until you give me a reason not to like you. And these are my personal interactions with people who just happen to have a specific zodiac sign placed upon them. Because at the end of the day, people are going to people and be assholes no matter what zodiac sign they are. Like if someone came to me and told me that they were a cancer, am I going to not speak to this person and not befriend this person? Or if it's a male, date this person because they told me they are a cancer? Absolutely not. Will I look at them sideways because they are my least enjoyable zodiac sign? Hell yeah! Now the reason why cancer is my first and least enjoyable zodiac sign is because the ones that I interacted with were boring. Now the first cancer on this list was a female and although she was an extremely talented artist when it came to painting and drawing, her personality wasn't as captivating as her art. And at the time when we interacted, she was giving very racist undertone vibes. So after hearing but so much of that commentary, I just couldn't take it anymore and we stopped being friends. Now the second cancer on my list was a male who actually happened to be my first ever boyfriend. And he was selfish as fuck. I even met him as an adult. So, you know, time passed, people grow and whatever, but he didn't. He was still selfish as fuck. And next up, we have Capricorn. It's my second least enjoyable sign. And I have two Capricorns on this list. The first one up is a female who I thought we was homies until we wasn't. She was my outside friend. We would go to parties, brunches, clubs. We would do all that shit together. And at a certain point in our friendship, I started to realize she wasn't that good with money. And before I saw the light, she pulled me into the dark. She accumulated a $600 plus tab on my credit card with Ubers in one week. Like, bitch, how much riding is you doing in a week that you accumulate $600 worth of Uber? Come on now. At first, she started making payments on her horribly high tab. But after a while, payments became far and few between. And now we got a problem. Now, to summarize this, yes, I paid off the bill because I like the way my credit score looked and I low-key had no choice. And I later found out that that Capricorn did something very similar to a woman who she called her best friend. But instead of staying in New York City and handling her business like a grown-ass adult, would... She ran away and moved to North Carolina. Now the second Capricorn on this list is a male and he happens to be a human who I'm currently dating. All I'm gonna say is he's a very unique individual. Next up on the list is least enjoyable Zodiac sign for me is Leo. And the only reason why they're this low on this list is because I don't have a lot of them to interact with. The one Leo that did make the list, they cool, they a homie, but they don't listen. So that's why like they're not as enjoyable as they could be. After Leo, we have Virgo. Now the one Virgo on this list, I've known them since high school and as an adult, they are a fun individual. However, this particular Virgo stays in their comfort zone a lot to the point where sometimes I wish they didn't so they would have something random and surprising to talk about. And closing out the section of my least enjoyable signs is Gemini. Now this was a little bit of a 50-50 for me because I only have two Geminis on my list and one of them I love and the other one is a struggle. I had no choice but to have them round off the top part of the bottom. Now the first Gemini on my list who I said is a struggle is my mama. And she mentally to me has been a struggle for years. And one of the things that she's been doing all her life that irritates the hell out of me is speak in statements instead of speaking in question. Now, when I say speaking in statements instead of speaking in question, it's like the idea of you being accused of a crime that you had absolutely nothing to do with. But instead of them asking questions to find the proper answer, they automatically accuse you and speak in a statement with a period on it. 
For example, I told my mother I was going to Trader Joe's one day and she asked me to pick up, let's say, mozzarella sticks for her to have her own personal bag. I said, sure. I get home, I put away all the food and the mozzarella sticks and then I leave back out again. A few hours later, I get a text message along the lines of something like, oh, I like how you just went to the store and bought yourself all this food. I asked you for one thing and you couldn't even get me that. I ain't never going to ask you for nothing else. Now, after reading that, I immediately wanted to fight because in my mind, I'm like, who are you talking to? And then how dare you accuse me of not doing something that you asked me to do that I did, but you're still accusing me of not doing it. I immediately called her and as soon as I heard her say hello, I asked her, what is your problem? And her reply, well, I asked you for one thing and you couldn't even do that. Did you look in the freezer? On your side of the freezer? In the doorway? Where you keep all your stuff at? What do you see? And of course her reply was, oh, there they go. Nah, nigga, keep that same energy. Don't be sounding like a damsel in distress now that you know you wrong. Ain't nobody coming to help you. And then I told her, don't ever do that again to me, please. All you had to do was just call and ask, did you get the mozzarella sticks? And I would have told you exactly where I put them. But now you got me all hot and bothered and I'm ready to fight. And I ain't got nobody to fight. And I'm not even really gonna fight, but still I want to. And that's what I mean when I say people are speaking in statement instead of speaking in question. Because if you spoke in question first, AKA asking a question to find out what's going on or what didn't go on, you would probably get a better response. Now, if you start off speaking in questions and you're not getting the answers to those questions answered, now you speak in statements and also bring up some facts too. And the second Gemini on my list is Summer Camp fam. I heart them so much. They're one of the realest people I've met. And I'm so glad I just happened to be working with them that year. And it doesn't hurt that their actual bestie is an Aquarius as well. I mean, what's not to love? Now, starting off at the bottom of my most enjoyable signs is Pisces. Now, I have two male Pisces on my list. And the first one, I met them through a friend out of high school. And even though my communication with this person throughout the earlier years was shit, they never forgot about me. And even throughout the years with our sporadic communication, whenever we did talk, we talked for a long time. And they will always end the conversation with like, yo, for some real shit, you good peoples. And they have 80 million great characteristics about them. But one of the things I love about them is that they are not fearful when it comes to enjoying life. When he wants something, he go get it. When he want to do something, he go do it. He's a hustler's hustler and currently on vacation in DR. The second Pisces on this list, I've known them since high school and their birthday is today. So happy birthday to you, even though I know you're not going to listen. And this particular Pisces to me is extremely intellectual. He knows a little bit about everything like I attempt to do. And because he knows a little bit about everything, he is one of my favorite people to have a debate with. And right above Pisces, we have Aries as one of my most enjoyable signs. Now I have a total of three Aries on this list and we're only going to talk about two because one of them is my grandmother and by default, Granny is the favorite person in the whole wide world. Like that's just how it is. Now the first Aries on here is a male and someone who I'm also casually dating. And I'd be wanting to choke the shit out of them so bad. But they have a zest for life and energy like no other. He's also another one of those people that I value talking to. Not only for the simple fact that he thinks I'm one of the most creative people that he know and anything that I want to do, he definitely hypes me up. But if there's ever a time he needs some advice or a second opinion, he'll call me and he actually listens and actually takes the advice. And you know how I know he took the advice? 
because after all is said and done, he will actually call me and be like, yo, so remember what we talked about last week? Yeah, I actually took your advice and did this and did that and it worked. Like, how could you not enjoy those moments as a woman? Now, the second Aries on this list is actually a friend of a friend. And she's one of those people who I just naturally like as a whole ass human. Love her personal aesthetic. She's extremely creative. She's going to tell you what you need to hear and how it should be said. Not sugarcoated and make shit sweet. Now, right above Aries, we have Scorpio as the next most enjoyable sign on my list. Now, they would have came in third, but they mad secretive about shit that don't need to be a secret for absolutely no reason. Now, I have two Scorpios on my list. The first one being a male. I met him many, many, many moons ago. And we've always just been friends, courtesy of social media. I respond to stuff that he posts. He responds to stuff that I post. I support his business. He supports mine. Whenever he's in New York, we link up, hang out, have fun. The usual. But he's also one of the people that I can talk to about food. Not just talk about it. Be about it. Because he's a chef. And I love, with a capital L, a person who can talk about something they are extremely passionate about and I can ask 80 million questions and you could give me 80 million answers to everything and he's one of those people that will answer all 80 million of my questions I'm actually going to visit him in his town this weekend so if you like you know hit that IG and see what debauchery we get into now the second Scorpio on this list I have known this woman since my second year of high school if I'm correct and she's still mad secretive for absolutely no reason but I love her and she a thug and she don't be caring about a lot of shit like me and she don't really operate on emotions either so when we be talking about shit it be logic on logic and I love it and she is with all of the shits as far back as I can remember anytime I suggested us to do something or to go somewhere all she would ask is am I gonna die and I tell her no and she'd be like all right let's go now rounding off my top three as most enjoyable zodiac signs is Libra's I don't think I've ever met a Libra that I didn't like. Anytime I'm hanging out with a Libra, it's always fun. It's always entertaining. There's always gobs of conversation being had. It's always a vibe. Now I have three Libras listed, but we're only gonna talk about two because those are the two that really matter. Now the first Libra on this list, I met them about six years ago, standing in line waiting for a free event. And ever since that day, we have been event besties since. Like they have this natural aura for bringing good people around other good people. And they are always down for a new experience. When me and the Libra get together, we don't be asking questions like who gonna be there? Oh my God, where is that? That's mad far. No, we just show up for each other because that's what we do. Now the second Libra on this list is actually my ex-boyfriend and oh was he a fun time when that time existed. We ended up parting ways because we just wanted to live two different types of lives to be honest with you. But when we were together he was another person that was with the shits. Was always down for an adventure and one thing that he always did that I appreciated was always try and pick my brain. He would ask me 80 million questions and I would have to search for the answers. But overall it was a good relationship. There were just a few things that we really just didn't see eye to eye on. One of those things being me watching the little mermaid because i'm just not gonna do that i got my reasons and i honestly think if we never made the attempt to try and date each other and just stayed friends we would still be friends now now who's coming in the number two spot it is me aquarius (laughs) obviously and we got the number two spot because i love us shit i love me but i know at the end of the day some of y'all is a struggle 
and I can't condone that being number one. And I have two Aquarius on this list. The first one is a female who used to be my best friend. And I knew this particular Aquarius since elementary school. Even through our teenage years, we were all good to go. When we became adults, that's when shit got a little tricky. And I loved her. We were just as ratchet as we wanted to be. But there became a point in time when she became very secretive. Once again, one of those moments where you get secretive for absolutely no fucking reason because I already know all your business. And I may have been a bit dramatic about this, but I always have one of these moments where if I consider us close, like family, we call each other besties, and for the most part, I know all your business and you know all of mine, there's no reason that I should be finding out about your personal business in the streets from other people who shouldn't know about your personal business. Like, I should not be finding out that you've become a stripper from a random nigga in my neighborhood. Like, that should have been the last thing, hypothetically, she started out being secretive with me. Like, she had a whole ass body. Like, she still do to this day. She looked like she had a BBL before BBLs were actually BBLs. But she became more and more secretive, and it was a bunch of other random things happening in that process as well and overall I just felt that she wasn't being a good enough friend to me as I was to her and whenever she needed anything whether it was for her or for her children I was there but whenever it came time for me to actually need something I didn't see her so often and we didn't end on a bad note for the most part we just kind of stopped talking to each other now the next Aquarius on this list you have probably heard about before if you're a regular he was definitely talked about in the episode called pride and ego and he has also been a guest here with his own episode I just don't remember which one it is right now. And he is one of the people who belongs to my high school era because I literally met him like right after I got out of high school. And although we've been having our great debates and arguments and fights, I'm gonna honestly blame all of that on him moving to Florida. I'm sorry Floridians, but I think something is in y'all water. Cause I haven't called him slow or struggling ever this much in my lifetime of knowing him up until he moved down there in Florida. But at the end of the day, that's my ride or die. He's a loved one, he is family. And I know at any point in time, if I ever got into any form of trouble, all I have to do is make a phone call and it will get dealt with by him. And 2020 was a little bit hard for him and it had absolutely nothing to do with the pandemic, might I add. However, I probably could have been a little bit nicer and a little bit more gracious with my patience. And now that those situations are over and dealt with, I feel like he is now coming into his state of evolution. Is it gonna take a while? Yes, but I'm so happy I happen to be one of the people who gets to see this journey. Now the sign that lands on the top of my list as most enjoyable zodiac sign is Sagittarius. Now there are two Sagittarius on this list, but if you've been here with me for a minute, you only know about one of them, and that one is my crush. No, not the new crush, but the old crush. He is a Sagittarius and is definitely one of those people that I don't just like talking to. I love talking to and I figured out one of the reasons of why. He dabbled in philosophy for a little bit when it came to school and dabbled in the idea of life and its meaning. So when we speak to each other, he still talks in the idea of a philosopher's standpoint. And not only does he ask me 80 million questions that I need to find the answers to, but he also makes me question myself sometimes. And when somebody can make you question yourself in a positive light, that's somebody you need to keep around. And my second Sagittarius that's on this list is my illegitimate little brother. No, I actually don't have a brother. I am an only child and I'm not sure if his parents were married when they had him, but I just call him that because it sounds cool and he knows. And one of the things that I enjoy about him besides the fact that he is a chameleon and can blend into almost any fucking situation is that he is self-aware of the shit that he do that's wrong. Like we'll be having a conversation about something or a situation that's about to happen and he'll be like, you know what? I know it's wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then I'll come back with, well, if you know it's wrong, why are you going to do it? And then he will actually give legitimate reasoning 
for why he's about to do what he's going to do. Feel okay about it, but actually know it's still wrong. Now, do I condone all his ratchet antics? Absolutely not. But he a whole grown-ass man, and he going to do what he want to do. But I love and respect the self-reflection part of it all. So that's it. That is my list of least enjoyable zodiac signs to the most enjoyable zodiac signs. And if by chance you want some more detail, info, or tea on any of the stories that I mentioned today, let me know and I'll make it an episode that I drop on a random day other than our usual Thursday. And another big thank you to Morgan Vaughn for sending in that question. I really enjoyed doing the homework and going over this episode. So shout out to you. But to the rest of y'all, peace.